Hello and welcome to the TCT podcast. We are recording live from the show floor at TCT Show. Uh, I am joined by... Laura Griffith, director group editor. And Sam Davis, assistant editor. And I'm uh, Dan O'Connor, I'm head of content. Uh, the show, the first day of the show is coming to an end. It's starting to wind down at this moment in time. Um, Laura, what have you seen today that's really interested you? Well, we knew going in there was going to be a lot of uh, new stuff this week in terms of software, hardware, materials. Um, so this morning I spent most of my time in the keynote presentations, which were uh, really great, organised by our wonderful conference team. Um, so the day kicked off with a keynote from Airbus, which was all about um, 3D printing for commercial aircraft cabins. Um, and I particularly enjoyed this one because earlier this year um, I wrote a little bit about how 3D printing has been used for um, aerospace maintenance repair and overhaul and this was um, about one of those case studies um, that we covered earlier this year. It's all about how Airbus um, are using mainly polymer 3D printing, FDM 3D printing um, to produce in particular um, parts that you can't actually see in the cabin but how they're now moving towards parts that, that you can see in the cabin that have to tick all the right boxes and have all the right aesthetics for all the various commercial um, airlines that they're going to be used for. Um, and one of them was through a partnership with Materialize, which again you can read in that article on tctmagazine.com. Um, and so yeah, it was just a really, really interesting presentation and great to just see how um, this type of 3D printing has been applied in a real industrial setting in something that passengers are actually going to see on an aeroplane. And then of course after that as well we had a presentation from um, Siemens which is all about um, transforming production uh, high performance hybrid composite structures. And it's the first time in a while that I've actually seen um, any sort of update on Stratasys um, robotic composite technology. So there was a bit of talk of that and just kind of simulating these workflows before we even put them into production. Um, yeah, just, just um, using that with these uh, robotic um, temp, uh, technology, so that was really interesting. And finally, um, Todd Grimm, to who we have here every year and always gives a really great presentation. He's always so lively and I just I don't know how he is that lively every single time. But um, yeah, it was all about being on the cusp of Addison Manufacturing, so how we're kind of at a bit of a transitional period where um, good stuff is happening, nothing kind of major, it's not like a major switch that's happening. Um, but it's something that we do need to acknowledge and it's just about all the, the gradual things that happen in the industry to really put us in the good place we are now um, and I'm sure that that'll be something that'll be featured in one of them Todd columns in the magazine very very soon so that's kind of how I spent my morning yeah I think um, what's interesting about that Airbus story and about the story that you wrote in the magazine is whenever you're on a plane now it makes you look at it slightly totally. different yeah. and I started to look at things and when we were um, when I was flying back from my MTS one of the overhead lockers snapped off and we had to move our bags to the front of the plane. Ah. Uh, and was I was still thinking, printed? is that 3D printed? <laughs> I was thinking it didn't look 3D printed, so I don't think we can blame 3D printing yet. No. <laughs> Sam, what about you? What's the most interesting thing you've seen on the show floor today? Uh, the most interesting thing? I went to see Dimension, and uh, I don't know whether I can say this because I might be breaking the embargo, uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so the DN60 uh, machine for the adding colour that used to be that they could uh, colour in, diff in 17 different shades and that's gone up to now 170 um, so that looks pretty cool and um, they had like a good chart of all the shades they can do um, and they also have a partnership with uh, a 3D printing manufacturer who I'm not going to name because we'll write about it this week uh, which is, it kind of surprised me that those two companies would partner because the other one has a colour machine. Okay. But that was quite interesting, I thought. 
I went to um, see Joseph Bruce's new SLA machine today and uh, I saw a tweet from I think Thomas Sandlander uh, who said uh, RIP form labs and I wondered what that was and then looked into it and it was that Brewster 3D were launching an SLA printer. I don't think that necessarily um, it's going to be the be all and end all but it's certainly an exciting step. I think it's very affordable, it's only £1,500. Uh, I think that's a special price for TCT show. Um, but the parts of it looked impressive. Um, as we know, Prusa Technologies have been... Um, they've been manufacturing 3D printers for a while and they're kind of experts in the extrusion-based and rep-wraps. They're the, they're the go-to for if you want a rep-wrap printer. So it's interesting to see. I don't necessarily think that just because they've made a good FDM technology makes their SLA technology any better than anyone else's. But certainly the price point and the... We know that they've got the manufacturing process in place to be able to manufacture the machines, which has previously been the downfall of some of the manufacturers of cheap SLA printers. Um, I've done a lot of uh, other meetings, and one meeting I've just come out of, stepped out of, is uh, with the guys from TCT Japan. Um, obviously, 2019 is going to be the first time that it's called TCT Japan. It's previously been called 3D Printing Tokyo. And I've been there for the last two years, and it's a really interesting show. Uh, but it's the growth just from being TCT Japan has been exponential. And this year, they're even talking about moving at halls for 2020 because um, it's already grown so quickly. Uh, we're really delighted with the progress. And I think where we're sat at this moment in time, recording this, we can see behind our head that there's a uh, TCT Shenzhen on the booth. Uh, we're going to find out a bit more about that in the press conference from Duncan and that tomorrow. But um, we're excited for it. It's going to be a really good show. I think the, the idea behind it is that in um, Shanghai, the Shanghai show has really grown rapidly, but the majority of the people that visit that show are from the Shanghai region. China's massive, as we know, and Shenzhen makes the most logical next step for the uh, Asian brand. It's going to be a very busy year. Yeah, I think if you look at those dates there, Laura, you've got... Uh, We've got a busy 12 months ahead of us. <laughs> it's all fun though, isn't it? Well, it's been quite busy for a lot of exhibitors today at the show, actually, just in terms of them launching new products as well. Just a couple that I've been to see today. Um, I went to see Ultimaker earlier on today, who've just um, announced some materials partnerships. They announced a few earlier this year at, at Rapid Plus TCT. Um, but today they're talking about these uh, material alliance partnerships where basically these big materials companies can partner with them and um, use these kind of optimised printing parameters so that um, you can use these really high-end engineering grade materials on the machines. Um, and alongside that as well they've launched um, a new print core called um, CC Red 0.6, very catchy, which allows you to um, to print um, on the Ultimaker S5, another thing that they launched at um, around Rapid Plus TCT earlier this year. Um, print on that with composite material so uh, that's an interesting one and that's something that can only really grow and grow and speaking to them today I said you know there's quite a few big materials companies on the show floor today and they're very much looking and talking to, to those people so I think that could be quite exciting especially as we see more and more people using these Ultimaker desktop machines for industrial purposes and that's something that they're, they're super focused on now. Uh, I've also been covering a couple of uh, partnerships so Shapeways uh, are beginning a full-color 3D printing service with the Stratasys J750. And the other is XJet, who aren't exhibiting at TCT's show, but have announced their first ever distributor partnership with uh, Carvelang Group. Um, and they've also said that they're open to 
more of these kind of partnerships, but not interestingly enough in the likes of Germany and North America because they're the big markets, they want to, they want to deal with those directly themselves. It's interesting to see business getting done. I was in a, uh, I was at a booth speaking to Pure3D, who, to be honest, I didn't know that much about. Uh, they're a relatively new company who's set up in the UK. They're looking to be the, and I'm doing the air quotations here, they're looking to be the Amazon of 3D printing. Um, so he asked me if I knew any particular filament suppliers or uh, component suppliers uh, who might be interested in getting into the UK. So. The, the company that came to the top of my head was Rap Rap World. Obviously, I wrote that piece in the last magazine about them, about their componentry. So he said, oh, well, can you introduce me to him? So I took the guy over to Rap Rap World, made an introduction, and I think they're going to become a resale partnership from that. Whether I get any commission from it, I don't know, <laughs> is another thing. But, uh, but it's interesting to see. I think that's one thing people don't ever... People just look at visitor numbers for trade shows, but the amount of business that gets done between booths I think is really interesting. I mean, the amount of partnerships that are developed here at TCT show are quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other kind of launch news as well um, today, um, and there's a few people that we're going to be speaking to later on in the week, but um, some press releases that have been put out this morning. So Materialize um, have launched a new simulation module for the Magix suite, so um, just the ability to actually simulate builds for any, any, any printing actually has to happen. Um, and as a result of that, of course, if you need to run multiple prints and keep testing them and testing them and testing them, that can become very expensive, especially for metal 3D prints, which is what this is focused on. Um, but they're saying that with these new um, simulation tools that they can um, they can have the, the current wastage for, um, for 3D printing just using um, all these kind of pre-processing tools. So I think that's really, really interesting. And Materialize, you know, they keep always call themselves the backbone of, of the 3D print industry with their software capabilities and they just keep building and building on that with things like the e-stage for metal software last year which is um, kind of moving on from the plastic stuff and so yeah this is just an, an addition to that and um, I'm sure we'll see even more from that at Formix in a couple of months time. What's interesting about Materialize is just that they, they're not a company who do things lightly no. so e-stage for metals is a uh, phenomenal technology piece of software and I don't think people appreciate people from outside of the 3D printing world and certainly people outside of the metal 3D printing world don't really appreciate how much just post-processing has to go into if you put support on so being able to put the support in the right places I saw a part when I was at INTS and they were showing me the amount of support was three times as much as the actual part so if you're reducing that and you're reducing your power to wastage that's a massive deal mm-hmm. as, as I said on Twitter though that I feel like the powders the metal powders on the show floor they react with my teeth and I have now got, I've had toothache since I set foot on the floor I have toothache because I have a wisdom tooth coming through I do yeah and it's, my mouth's not big enough fair enough and my teeth are great so what are we looking forward to tomorrow then um, I'm, I'm most looking I'm forward covering the keynote I think well the thing I'm most oh, looking yeah. forward to tomorrow is the TCT Hall of Fame panel session. I say looking forward to, I'm a little bit nervous about uh, how it's going to go. I don't want to be asked any questions that I don't know the answers to. Uh, hopefully I can just field it to those guys there. Um, we will be opening it up to the show floor. Um, questions to the show floor for the last five minutes, five or ten minutes. Um, which can be tricky sometimes. I think uh, the British public are a little bit less inclined to ask a question put the hand up than uh, say the american audiences are but that's okay because once i was in a um a conference with uh i won't name the company uh but it was in at ces and first hand went up the question was 
how come you charge this amount for your machines when I know it only costs uh, 5p to manufacture them? And the deathly silence that followed was the most awkward five minutes of my life. <laughs> I was just left stood holding the microphone with the, uh, the person on stage saying that we should talk afterwards, which felt like a, veil, a veiled threat. Well, you've got to start with the audience tomorrow to uh, kind of distract you from any of that, and you can yeah. just I'm gonna add in some questions. Talk directly at you, Sam. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll have to do like you said you're going to do to me earlier. <laughs> what are you looking forward to tomorrow, Sam? I'm I'm interviewing a couple of companies that I've never interviewed before, which makes a change because I always feel like I see the same faces at these shows. So I'm seeing Raze 3D in the morning, just before the keynote. Uh, and then Rutland Plastics and then AMFG in the afternoon. AMFG's interesting stuff, it's the, uh, mm -hmm. is it automation, automation for additive manufacturing? Kind of, I think it comes out of a, I forget, the name escapes me now, it comes out of another, like maybe RP Technologies? Yeah. I think they oh yeah, 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 it does. They had a rebrand. Yeah, had a rebrand. I know, as we know, Laura's uh, Factory of the Future talk tomorrow is all about oh, automation. Yeah. Is that tomorrow? It is indeed. Yes. So, talk me through what you looking forward to that, Laura? Have you seen the key speakers around? So, no, I've not seen I've, I've not seen anyone yet today. I mean, that's not worrying. <laughs> no, no, it should be fine. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous actually because it's um, it's a topic that I'm, I'm very interested in. But that's why I kind of hold back and I can carry it as well as I want to because I think it is an important topic. And we've got some really great speakers um, coming tomorrow. So um, I'm co-moderating with Kadeem James, um, who is a 3D tech lead at Hobbs 3D. Um, and then Stephanie De Palma from GE Additive, uh, Regan Holt from LPW, and Katie Miller from the MTC. So it's going to be a great panel session, and hopefully a lot of people will, will come and support this, because Women in 3D Printing, Cyan, 3D Talk, is just a, a great event series. I think the first keynote tomorrow is actually Dave Burns. I think it's the thrills and spills of life in the fast lane as a startup. Um, I'm really interested in that because Dave's been in manufacturing for a long time. He's seen a lot of things cut, a lot of companies come, a lot of companies go. Um, we've seen a lot of companies come, we've seen a lot of companies go. So I think it'll be really, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting keynote. And Dave's always very engaged and like Todd. Yeah. So that, that'll be good. Uh, there's plenty more on the show floor for us to come and see. Uh, there are things that I've looked at and thought, I don't know what that is. I need to get around to have a look at. There's lots of new technologies on the show floor that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Lots of new applications. So tomorrow will be good. Yeah, and you can still register online to come tomorrow. You still can register online. TCTshow.com. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.